Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. The world may have slowed down, but it didn't stop. If you're back on the road and traveling to Missoula, we invite you to give Missoula's Wingate a try. We love our regular corporate guests and offer fantastic service, great year-round rates, and clean and comfortable rooms that will keep you coming back. While you're here, you can rack up the Wyndham Rewards points for free nights or airline miles. And starting in July, you can release some steam in our newly expanded fitness room. The team at Missoula's Wingate would love to make you feel at home ESPN Missoula Sports Center. The Knights have endured a great deal already this football season, and tonight, Missoula Hellgate looks to bounce back against a flathead team at the beginning of a rebuild. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. The opening week of the season saw Hellgate lose on the last second field goal to Great Falls CMR, and the following week, Hellgate posted their first win, a 42-20 triumph over winless Belgrade. Week 3 saw Hellgate's crosstown matchup against top-ranked and defending Class AA state champion Sentinel canceled because of COVID-19 protocol. And last week, Hellgate got ripped on its homecoming, losing 63-6 to Helena High at Washington Grizzly Stadium. This week, Knights host winless Kalispell Flathead, a team that's been outscored 188-21 so far this season. Braves are led by first-year head coach Alex Cummings, a Missoula Big Sky alum, played his college ball at Montana State Northern. Friday night features a home game for Missoula Big Sky and a trip to yet another showdown for the Spartans. Eagles will host upstart Butte, the number three team in Class AA, thanks to a 3-1 and start. Bulldogs lost their first game by a single point to Billings Senior and have won three straight since, including a 34-20 win over Helena. Spartans travel to the capital city to take on a Bengals team coming off of last week's offensive outburst against Hellgate. Finally, Missoula Loyola will look to improve on its 3-1 and start with a trip to face number six, Eureka. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory. concert of the summer this was definitely one of mine modest mouse bringing you back on a thursday isaac and the folks rocked the kettle house amphitheater this summer tell me what was your favorite concert was triple eight one oh two nine eight 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 one oh two nine you can text us shoot us a text let us know what was your favorite concert of the summer there's all sorts of good ones i think i made my way to like eight or nine pretty fun awesome having that sort of thing back live music makes me happy it's nuanas now one-stop shop for all concert commentary. We also talk a little sports around here from time to time. You're listening to 102.9 ESPN Radio, as well as uh, SWX Montana Television, broadcasting to you from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. Go check them out. New to Missoula, corner of Stevens and Mount. You can also go online, nwmsrocks.com. Northwest Motorsport boasts the largest inventory of trucks, more than 1,500 of them, anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. Missed anything in the first hour of the show? Great guest slate. Impromptu appearance. Talk all things NFL. 
by Ryan Tutel. Mary Lewis Cook, Director of Broadcast and Digital Media for the Big Sky Conference, joined us as part of our Inside the Big Sky segment. And we also heard from Duncan Hamilton as part of our River City Runners, highlighting some of the best runners from around the state of Montana. Duncan, an All-American and Olympic Trials participant as a distance runner from Bozeman, Montana, currently competing at Montana State. You can find everything from that first hour in the podcast, which is proudly presented by Sportsbet Montana, the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel, and Blackfoot Communications. Pretty much nothing to complain about uh, about my gig here at ESPN Radio, except for that when we're giving away all of these awesome things, particularly the things where you get to go eat something, it just makes me hungry. And then I'm in this studio for a long time, and I just get so jealous of all of you. But I hope you really enjoy it. By the way, we're going to have finally, at long last, our announcement next week, once the calendar turns to October for our big fall giveaway. And I can't tell you what it is yet, but I will tell you this. It at least doubled in size today, and you're going to be so excited to hear all about it. But in the meantime, we're going to keep hooking you up here every Thursday with a couple vouchers to head on down to the AC Hotel. They are kind enough to be one of our sponsors for the Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports, our good friend Carolyn here in studio. And uh, Carolyn, the AC Hotel, pretty awesome place to go enjoy yourself some brunch. And we're going to send a couple of people down there this week, right? Yeah, and it's homecoming weekend, so get down there, get your pregame on, get your mimosas and Bloody Marys and all the good stuff. But we're giving away breakfast for two, plus two drinks. You can get a mimosa or a Bloody Mary. And that breakfast is, as the kids say, lit. <laughs> Slapping. Oh, man. What is your least favorite of the uh, the trendy sayings? The other day, the other oh. week, I got a, I got a good friend and, and colleague who's, um, it's actually an interesting life evolution. He uh, has been a sports writer on and off for, for a long time, 30 plus years. And now he, then he got into PR, worked at the state, stuff like that. But now he's retired from the state and he's getting back into doing a little writing. And it's full circle for me because I've always admired him and looked up to him quite a bit. And now he's helping me with writing at Skyline Sports, which is cool. But anyways, the other week I was at the uh, Bobcat game in Bozeman and I asked him, I said, how was, how was Gold Rush? How was the night game, the, the night opener? He said, oh man, it was lit. I was like, Tom. <laughs> You're like so old to be saying that. Where did you get that? He's like, I don't know. My daughter says it, whatever. That the one of, That's one of the ones that drives me crazy. Is there any ones that drive you crazy? Yes. Um, my sons point to their inner arms with two fingers and say, sheesh. And I don't know what that means. And they don't know what it means. Oh, man. That's just terrible. I don't know. That's just, well, there's nothing good. I don't know what it means. If someone knows, please tell me. I mean, there's nothing good that you could really like inject into your arm, right? I don't know. We, I, I don't know. even think I don't we know go down that. I don't even think we go down that. And then um, they used to say sus for like suspect, <laughs> like that sus. And then my husband said it in the car last week and they were like, um, dad, no one says that anymore. I mean, uh, that just happens. The so. trendsetters. I don't know. I just say cool. And awesome and rad. Speaking of homecoming, lit, homecoming, lit, breakfast, lit experiences, call us right now, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Caller number two. Got a couple of vouchers for you to go on down to AC Hotel. It's all you can eat, all you can drink. Get yourself some mimosas, coffee, milk. That's my favorite part about this is the beverages. You have all the beverages in the world. Yes, there. there's nothing like a mimosa and a glass of milk. <laughs> I'm so strange. I love milk. I do too, but you, not. Like if I'm having a, if people say hair of the dog, I want a glass of milk. Ew. Isn't that weird? Didn't you see Anchorman? I think milk I, was a bad choice. <laughs> I think I've been actually broken up with multiple times because of my affinity for milk in the mornings. That's your normal. That's there. a weird reason to break up with someone. <laughs> Maybe that's just the thing I that they use as an excuse. I don't think that was why someone uh, broke up with no, you. I, I can think of a million other reasons. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. All right, Carolyn. Chicka doesn't know sports making me happy just every kidding. single Thursday. What do you have around your world well, of sports? First, before we even start on what I don't know about sports, let's talk real quick about this Saturday. Okay. Talk about lit. We are going to be at, have our tailgate yeah. at the chamber starting at 11. director at ESPN? I am just really excited because it's homecoming weekend. It is. We are going to have some twisted tea out there. The Badlander will be slinging drinks. We've got amazing sponsors. And you will be broadcasting live. I'm going to be out there handing out free stuff. You have to come down and visit us and see what it is. 
Um, but yeah, so we got the full arsenal too. In terms of the content, the talkers, the guys that you're going to come listen to, myself, Roger M. Seabrook, Andrew Houghton, and don't look now, Gus Tutel making his illustrious return to the pregame show. Can't wait to have him back in the saddle. Do I get to get on the air? Wow. If you bring the heat. I know. I don't really have anything to say. These pregame shows are a little tight, actually. Yeah. We go for an hour and a half, and it's like, well, we got a lot of stuff to get to, a lot of stuff to talk about. We'll probably share at least a part of our interview with Bo Baldwin, Cal Pauly's head coach. He joined us here on Nuanas Now earlier this week, and uh, probably share a little bit of sound from Sammy Kim as well, famed Grizz receiver, one of our favorite guys around here. Uh, he gave me a couple of minutes after the press conference on Monday. Speaking of, though, uh, what else you got? Okay. Do you have any thoughts on this game? You have no idea. Where's Cal Poly? California. San Luis Obispo. I was just going to say San Luis Obispo. Great wine country. Have you ever been there? Yeah, I have. So I went to Hearst Castle. This is why I think that Cal Poly is a sleeping giant in uh, the Big Sky Conference, because on one hand, it's a premier engineering school, so they do have a lot higher academic standards than most of the rest of the schools in the league. But on the other hand... Where else in the country can you get the beach, the mountains, the wineries, the breweries, and all the fair of California, but you're, then you're not actually in L.A. or the Bay Area? It's so awesome there. I love San Luis Obispo. I went. To, I got a chance to go there to cover a, like a ball game one time, and I stayed for a week, and I, I had the most fun yeah. ever. It is really cool because you do have the beach, but you have like, you're surrounded by pine trees. I mean, it's just amazing. I love it. It's a very cool spot. Yeah. Um, okay, but moving on. Forget about the game this week. Let's talk about Aaron Rodgers <laughs> for a minute. We're talking about what now? Aaron Rodgers. Oh, here we go. How my, about his new man bun commercial? I didn't even, I don't even. His new State Farm commercial, he's wearing a man bun. Ugh. And, uh, you know, I'm not here to hate on the man bun. I actually have very many friends that have the long hair. My brother hasn't cut his hair since the 90s, I don't think. And, uh, but Aaron Rodgers and his stringy little man bun is just. Aaron Rodgers is annoying. But, um, so last week I had some opinions on his. First game. Yes. And I think a lot of people had those opinions. That's true. However, I feel like he's targeting me. He went on a <laughs> show and said, and I quote, it's absolute horse beep to give a platform to people who have no idea what they're talking about as far as my mental state and focus. I don't think I need to defend myself to people who aren't worth spending time on. He didn't say my name, but I'm pretty sure he was talking about me. You feel attacked. And no, I think it's hilarious because <laughs> the reason people were talking so much smack wasn't just because he played bad. It right. was because he was such a D-bag leading up to the season. Right. And he doesn't even see that. I think that I can't believe that there's not more talk about what we talk about, about what this is all about. This is not about Aaron Rodgers being a prima donna as much as this is about Aaron Rodgers setting the table for the future. We have had a windfall moment in the National Football League over the last two weeks. Peyton Manning, Eli Manning broadcasting from their couches as the alternative broadcast to Monday Night Football is the single greatest innovation in the history of NFL coverage because you don't have talking heads. It's not a produced studio show. It's Peyton and Eli being fully authentic and joking like brothers for three hours. Where is this? It's it's on ESPN2. So every single oh. Monday, they do Monday Night Football on ESPN, and they, they have that crew, which, by the way, if I'm Steve Levy and those guys, I'm so mad because they basically, my own channel is running something that's better than my broadcast, right. so nobody's going to watch you now. But it's Peyton and Eli on a Zoom. Just given off-the-cuff, non-produced analysis. Is it like analysis. a Mystery Science Theater 3000? Yeah, kind of. And they, like, bring in their buddies. And, like, last week, Gronkowski was on there. Yeah. And uh, Russell Wilson's made an appearance. Actually, A-Rodge was on the first one. Uh, so, but it, it's just, it's, it's trend-setting because... It's really, really low production just in terms of what they're telling them to do. I mean, it's one, probably way more entertaining. Oh, way more entertaining. Yeah. Like the first time Ray Lewis was on there and Ray Lewis was just going on a story and they, you could hear the director saying 10, 9, 8. Ray Lewis has kept going. They cut it. They come back from commercial. He's still telling the story. He doesn't even know. They don't even know they went to commercial, but it's very candid. Um, so I'm just, but that's the point is I'm making though, is that. Athletes, Peyton Manning is the first one to do this, but athletes are setting the table so they, they can do this on their own. Mm-hmm. They want to they want to be the purveyors of their own content without having to work for somebody. They're bringing the what content. What does this have to do with table. Aaron Rodgers and his Because he, he did all of his stuff this offseason, I think, not as a cry for help, not as a drama queen. He did podcast after podcast to prove to people he can do it because that's what oh, he wants to do when he retires. He wants, he wants to okay. host Jeopardy. He wants to have his own podcast. He wants to do all so these things. So why doesn't he just do it? 
Well, right. But you, you got you to gotta set the table to, to be as big as you can be. Hmm. I don't know about that. I think he's just a D-bag. Here's the thing that... Uh, can I say that? I don't know if you can. Uh, here's the thing that is going to be the train wreck of the, the copycatting that's going to happen of all of this. There's very few, if any, athletes that have reached the level of fame and relevance that the Manning brothers have that can also be authentic for hours at a time on camera. Mm-hmm. None of these other guys, their brand is so important. Their persona is so important. LeBron James is not going on TV for three and a half hours because you can't. They you can know get, who could? Who's that? Shaq. Shaq could. No question. Him. Shaq could, for sure. Charles Barkley. Those, yeah, those guys are for sure. But like, there's very few guys that could do it right. because you've established this reputation of what people think that you're like. And the Mannings, it aligns exactly with who they are. Yeah. Everybody else, it doesn't. So right. you could have a slip up and it hurts your brand and stuff like that. Like Russell Wilson is, you know, whatever, Mr. Mr. Invincible or whatever. Like he can't do it for three hours. You can't do the stupid Tom Brady shtick for three and a half hours. You can't. And so that's where I think they're all going to go awry. Yeah. But I also wonder, Aaron Rodgers is playing this, you know, sort of emo, vulnerable guy. I don't, even though he's like the cockiest dude in the world. And so I wonder if that's what the plan is, is to try to sort of cultivate that shtick. But anyways, you would have loved Gronk on there. He was just so funny. Speaking of uh, correspondence on ESPN, I was on the treadmill yesterday at the gym because I work out, obviously. And um, I was watching ESPN. And what is with these tight suits, guys? Like, I can't deal. Like, What do you want them to wear? Not like there was one guy. He's clearly fit. It's not because sure. he was like overweight or anything it was like busting at the seams like yeah. they have big and tall go shop right. by your size that's all i have to say <laughs> also the tight pants i can't deal with it the tight high water pants yeah this is that's my favorite when they wear the yeah. pants that and are no socks or or like so such funny gargoyle socks what do you call them argoyle argyle i uh, sure <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah it's it's hilarious yeah. the suit thing is outrageous i man. don't like it I don't want like the there's 90s. A certain, there's a certain football coach uh, in Montana that I'm pretty sure has not bought a new suit since about 1997. Well, that's the other problem. Like, there's got to be a fine line. Like, I don't like the 90s like zoot suits, but I, I need something like you guys need to not. It's too tight. So college basketball coaches almost always wear suits. Very few guys, you know, only like the Bob Hugginses of the world wear like their team gear that most of them wear suits. Yeah. During game days. Mm-hmm. No, college football coaches do not. They wear yeah, they team wear like, gear. Yeah. What do you think of that dynamic? I don't really care. I mean, I I like a suit as long as it's not you know stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I kind of like when they're in their team gear. I like their little sure. you know um, golf shirt with their logo on it, and they got their headphones on and they're yelling and doing their thing. Whatever, I don't care. I used to dress super fancy when I'd go to cover games, and then I felt weird. I felt out of place. Yeah. So I just go with the polo. Yeah, I think a polo's nice. The, it, the, the thing that really turned me away was with, the, like, our procedure for our pre- and post-game show, I'm doing a lot of running. Right. Like, I really have to Literally. run to the stadium. Yeah. Running in the wingtips, not so good. I no. need, need some sneaks to no. get yeah. out over there. Yeah. Um, no, I like, I always like when I see the teams all dressed up, you know, like sure. they have to wear a suit to school on game day or yeah, whatever yeah. it was. We always had to do that in tennis. Like we'd have to wear yeah, yeah. like nice clothes. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but we did. So I like that. I like seeing that. But um, I think on the sidelines, you need to be comfortable as long as you can do your job. And if you can do it in a suit, great. I don't know if you can do it in a suit with high waters and no socks on your loafers. That would, I feel like you get blisters and those loafers probably stink. <laughs> well, that's the chick who doesn't know sports. Our good friend Carolyn here on Nuanez Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. What else you got? Okay, so um, I did not know that there is a tamper, anti-tampering rule at all, like, which means you can't... In what sport? Okay, so... Joe Lacobe, Lacobe for the Warriors, the owner of the Warriors, he got hit with a $50,000 fine because he told the media. Isn't that guy worth like $70 billion? It's like me and you getting like a $1 fine. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, I'm just saying he said he's not interested in recruiting Ben Simmons. Yes. 
And he got hit with a fine for saying that. Right. Because that's called anti-tampering, meaning like, I guess you're giving an edge to someone else. I don't really understand it, but I didn't know that this was a thing. So what is he supposed to say if a press, someone from the press asks him that? Yeah, so the tampering rules in the NBA are very uh, arbitrary. They seem to be enforced um, not very consistently. There's also huge loopholes in them because you can certainly regulate the communication between a front office and players and their agents, but how can you possibly mitigate the communication between players with each other? Like, the biggest outcry when LeBron James and Chris Bosh went to Miami to play with Dwayne Wade was that those guys had recruited him. It's like, well, duh, they did. They went and played in the Olympics the year before and kicked it for like three months and probably talked about all of the things they were going to do in Miami. So I don't really know why. This is why when guys like Larry Bird or Magic Johnson get into upper management, this is such a tight fraternity. Mm -hmm. So Magic Johnson is always going to, had already always been talking to the best players. So then when he's working for the Lakers, of course he has an inside track to get these guys to come to LA. I don't know. It's a really, it's confusing to me still. I don't really know like what is tampering, what is not tampering. Right, because recruiting is recruiting. Sure. But it seems like tampering is something more to do with media, like putting it out there. We are not interested in Ben Simmons. Right. So, but I don't know what that does or doesn't do for them. So, well, I think it goes back to your basic premise where if you sign a contract, you're an employee of that organization. I think that that's where the tampering, that's why the rule exists because you never want the Lakers to go to Ben Simmons and say, Hey, we know you're unhappy in Philadelphia. You just sit out. I mean, this already happened with Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis was like wearing his Looney Tunes, that's all folks, shirt to every single New Orleans Pelicans game until they traded him. He like just sat out for three weeks just to say, you know, I'm not going to play for you. What was the influence behind that? We'll never know, but that's why they kind of do it because they don't want teams saying, hey, just dog this team. Don't play until we can trade for you or whatever. Well, like James Harden. And his fat suit. All of it, him being just like the whole scene. Well, even Aaron Rodgers pulling his stuff. Oh, these, these guys are such brats. <laughs> like, I would be so mad if I was their mom. I'd be like, you signed a commitment. You will see it through. It's especially because it, it's, the commitment is worth like 20 to 30 to 40 to 50 million dollars right. a year. I'd be like, you signed a commitment and I want my Louis Vuitton. Coming in until you're done. It's, uh... I don't like it. I don't like the way these boys are acting. Yeah, they need it, to go to my etiquette school. <laughs> Carolyn's School of Etiquette here on the Chicken Doesn't Know Sports. What else you got? So, you know my little favorite Steph Curry? Little yep. Steph Curry? Mm-hmm. He and his wife renewed their vows. Okay. For, for their 10-year anniversary. Nice. Good for him. No. This is dumb. Do not renew your vows. It's the kiss of death. What? Yes. Oh, man. If you watch any Real Housewives, you will know this. Oh, my God. That anytime there's a vow renewal, there's a divorce looming. Now, I'm not saying this about stuff. (laughs) I'm saying this is just, why do you need to renew your vows? You did it once. Why you got to do it again? (sighs) Am I stomping you with this I don't one? know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Because part of me wants to think that this is just a publicity stunt to get attention because we're talking about it. Part of me just thinks it's authentic and maybe he just wants to renew his vows. I don't know. I, I guess I just don't know why you did I don't even know how people have the the courage to even get married in the first place, <laughs> let alone twice to well, the same person. Well, if you stop drinking milk, maybe you'd find out. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I will say that I think that Aisha Curry is certainly a key to Steph Curry's success, so um, hopefully it's not the kiss of death. I hope so, too, because I love them both very much as if I as if they were my own. But <laughs> I just, I hate vow renewals. They just drive me crazy. Have a party if you want to get dressed up. Celebrate your 10-year anniversary. You know, whatever. But I don't think a vow renewal is necessary unless you've done something wrong and you need to recommit. And mm. that's the kind of thing I don't. I don't know. Okay. But I wouldn't think Steph Curry would ever do it. He could do no wrong. Nothing would surprise me at this point. ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, Coulter Nuanas with our good friend Carolyn, the chick who doesn't know sports. What else? All right, I have one little story. Okay. Only because we've talked about it a little bit. Okay. 
Pat, I always mess up his name. Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. <laughs> the E always throws me off. If you really want to know if this is a shtick or if she doesn't know anything about sports, she doesn't. She doesn't even know the most famous athlete on the earth's name. I always want to say Mahomes. Uh, okay. But Patrick anyway. Mahomes. His junior. His brother, Jackson. Okay. Um, Mahomes. I just always wonder what it'd be like to be these guys' brothers. If you're close with your brother, probably so sweet. Yeah. But also it would be like, oh, you're Patrick Mahomes' brother. Like no one would ever even know your name for the rest of your life. That's sort of like what peop- happens with me. Everyone's like, oh, you're Carolyn's brother. <laughs> it's awkward. Okay. Anyway, um, so his brother got in a fight during one of the games and threw water on someone. Okay. And, and I guess this person was talking serious smack to Jackson and and Patrick's fiance. Okay. But it was a big scene. It got all caught on camera and then Patrick had to address it with the press. And, you know, I don't like people throwing stuff on each other. Same. Just kind of bugs me. But if I don't know what was said, so we don't know. We weren't there. That's my story. Well, I'm glad that his brother's sticking (laughs) up for him. I don't know what you could possibly say bad about Patrick Mahomes at this point. He's pretty much like the most unimpeachable athlete in America right now. Um, But he and Steph Curry are my faves. It's good. Yeah. What do they both have in common? They're just nice. They seem like nice people. Their fathers were professional athletes, so they have the blueprint of how to navigate fame. Interesting. It's not a coincidence. Interesting. It's not a coincidence. Like my brother and I were talking about, I think that it's a it's a startling dichotomy. Either you have no family and you come from nothing and you make it to become a professional athlete or you have somebody to show you the way at an incredibly high level to become a pro athlete. You know what? Like all these little people living in the suburbs and stuff, it ain't happening for your kids. I'm sorry. Right. I have a brilliant idea. I can't wait. The NFL and the NBA should have a big brother program. So Mm. you, if you're retired, if you're retired, you take... A newbie under your wing. Sure. A rookie. Is that what they call it? That's right. And then you kind of help them. Now, here's people who should not be a part of that. <laughs> Dennis Rodman. Oh, yeah. Um, well, maybe it would be a good one because he could tell you all the things all not things to do. All things not to do. Yeah. 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 Maybe. Maybe now, but 10, 20 years ago, no. Um, who else would not be a good one? Um, oh, that guy, Michael Vick. Not going to be a good <laughs> big brother. Michael Vick. Um, Michael Vick's been to Missoula. Aaron Antonio Brown? Mm. Definitely not. Yeah, definitely not. Definitely not. Definitely not. So maybe we should create a Big Brother program for the NFL. I think I just really came up with something special. Well, you have this sort of in the NBA. They have a rookie symposium where guys are assigned mentors and they kind of help them out. And uh, How's it working? Well, I mean, I would say that all of this is working if the gauge and the litmus test is how much money are you making. Both individually and, I mean, Carolyn, you can say the facade of like uh, sports are meant to make young men into better men and stuff like that. Uh, Once you get past the collegiate level, that's not what it's all about. It's only about one thing, just as is everything in all of America, money. Unfortunately, it's just the way the world works. Wow. That's some harsh, harsh stuff for a Thursday. (laughs) Well... I hope you everybody enjoys their homecoming weekend. I hope you enjoy your little uh, brunch at the AC Hotel. And, come visit uh, us at the tailgate at the chamber. Twisted tailgate. College game day. Come see us. We got all sorts of action, swag, drinks, snacks, everything. Come see us down at the Chamber of Commerce parking lot starting at 11 a.m. on Saturday. Thank you, Carolyn. Thank you. Always fun having Carolyn swing by. Sorry she never comes in on TV, but that's part of the shtick. Maybe someday. It's Nuanas now, 1029 ESPN Missoula, as well as SWX Montana Television. Carolyn's got to do the recording in the mornings because right now I guarantee you she's driving some boy somewhere to soccer practice or from soccer practice or whatever. It's hard being a mom. She does it well. Up next, Montana... Homecoming, Cal Poly, this weekend. Also, the Grizzlies been off for a week, but Bobby Houck, the last time he took the football field, earned his 100th career victory. Some of the best from Coach Houck, Montana's head football coach. Right for this, here on Nuanas Now. At Blackfoot Communications, our mission is to connect people, businesses, and communities to their networks in Montana and beyond. 
Through Blackfoot sponsorships, local ambassadors, and public programs, we support initiatives such as the Emergency Broadband Benefit, fiber deployments, and community events. For information on our commitment to improving our communities with fast, reliable, and secure internet access, go to blackfootcommunications.com slash news. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. The Knights have endured a great deal already this football season, and tonight, Missoula Hellgate looks to bounce back against a flathead team at the beginning of a rebuild. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. The opening week of the season saw Hellgate lose on the last second field goal to Great Falls CMR, and the following week, Hellgate posted their first win, a 42-20 triumph over winless Belgrade. Week 3 saw Hellgate's crosstown matchup against top-ranked and defending Class AA state champion Sentinel canceled because of COVID-19 protocol, and last week, Hellgate got ripped on its homecoming, losing 63-6 to Helena High Washington Grizzly Stadium. This week, Knights host Windless Kalispell Flathead, a team that's been outscored 188-21 to so far this season. Braves are led by first-year head coach Alex Cummings, a Missoula Big Sky alum played his college ball at Montana State Northern. Friday night features a home game for Missoula Big Sky and a trip to yet another showdown for the Spartans. Eagles will host Upstart Butte, the number three team in Class AA thanks to a 3-1 start. Bulldogs lost their first game by a single point to Billings Senior and have won three straight since, including a 34-20 win over Helena. Spartans travel to the capital city to take on a Bengals team coming off of last week's offensive outburst against Hellgate. Finally, Missoula Loyola will look to improve on its 3-1 start with a trip to face number 6, Eureka. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory. Montana, welcome back. Nuanas now, 1029 ESPN Radio, as well as statewide television, SWX Montana TV. Broadcasting to you from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Check out Northwest Motorsport online, nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. They boast the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. Each week, catch up with Bobby Houck. Uh, in a variety of capacities, and uh, sometimes it's a one-on-one before practice. Sometimes it's a compilation of some of the best things he said over in recent weeks. But Montana's head coach, historic and landmark victory last time out, forty-two to seven over Western Illinois for the Grizzlies to move to two and zero. That was his one hundredth victory at the helm at his alma mater. So an impressive mark by him, and uh, he touched on that after the game. Plus, some thoughts. About this week's game, homecoming, Cal Poly coming into town. A new look Cal Poly team led by Bo Baldwin. Primarily of Eastern Washington fame. Bo was the offensive coordinator at Eastern for four years on Paul Wolf's staff. Then became the head coach at Central Washington for a year. And then went back to Eastern Washington, led the Eagles nine seasons as the head coach. Led Eastern to the 2010 National Championship and five other FCS semifinal playoff appearances now he's back in the big sky after a hiatus. He coached uh, at Cal for several years. Now he's back at Cal Poly. So certainly uphill battle, uh, rebuilding a program that under the leadership of Rich Ellerson and then Tim Walsh ran or- unorthodox schemes both sides of the ball, specifically the triple option offensively. So they're going to be running the single back spread now at Cal Poly. A lot of work to be done to iron things out there. But here's Coach Elk, reflective initially and then previewing Cal Poly. It's our Hauk Highlights, presented by Ryan Holloway and Miller. Well, it's time now for our Hauk Highlights, featuring Montana head coach Bobby Hauk. Some of the best sound bites from each week. And it's brought to you by Ryan Holloway and Miller. Paul Ryan has a long-established reputation, one of the top attorneys in the state of Montana. He's been named Missoula's top attorney 13 different times, and now his firm is expanding to add the partners of Nate Holloway and Angie Miller. A couple more attorneys who have a fierce passion for this Missoula community, Western Montana, and the entire Treasure State. No matter if you are looking for legal advice when it comes to personal injury, medical malpractice, wrongful death, or criminal defense, Ryan Holloway and Miller, they're able to take your call 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. So no matter what your legal needs, give Ryan Holloway and Miller a call today. Ryan Holloway and Miller, your Montana attorneys. 
This week's Hauk highlights includes several different sound bites. A couple thoughts from Bobby Hauk following his 100th victory as the head coach at the University of Montana, a 42-7 domination of Western Illinois from the Missouri Valley Football Conference. And we also hear a little bit from Coach Hauk's press conference on Monday, previewing this Saturday's homecoming matchup against Cal Poly, Washington Grizzly Stadium, 1 p.m. Hauk highlights presented by Ryan Holloway and Miller. Andrew win one to a hundred. <laughs> I think you know, like anything else, you get better at things. So I improved dramatically uh, as a coach. But uh, you know, every every win that we get, it takes a lot of work by a lot of people. It's not it's not one guy. It's it's a lot of work by a lot of people. Forum for a lot of themselves, the time. Efforts, uh, emotion, and so it's, it's. I'm a figurehead, and it's nice to be the, the guy that gets some of those accolades, but it's everybody else. And is this the success you envisioned returning to your alma mater? It is. In fact, I, I think I just said that off. Hey, I told them, they, I said, you guys, you, you did it. They're back. Everybody's in, everybody's on board, everybody's having fun. Coach, you mentioned that you're the figurehead of this, but you have some great assistant coaches. So can you talk about just their, uh, I guess, performance, as it were, for the last couple weeks? Because it seems like they've done a pretty darn good job of uh, paying attention to everything that you guys need. Yeah, we we have a, I don't know how you would quantify this statement, but we have as experienced veteran staff as there is in Maybe any staff in the country. I'm not just talking to FCS. Everywhere. These guys can coach. They've won a lot. Uh, they, they know what they're doing. They've won a lot of games. They understand how to get their guys ready to go. And it's, it's fun to watch them coach. Uh, they did a magnificent job this week getting our team back centered, focused on the next opponent. We just thought it was terrific by our staff. And, you know, the key is to, it's such a great place to work. It's such a great place to live. Um, it's attractive. And, you know, hopefully we do our best to keep our staff together because these guys, they've coached all the places. They don't have to be here for employment. And uh, I just love the work they do, obviously. One more. Montana head coach Bobby Houck following his team's 42-7 victory over Western Illinois to move to 2-0 during this non-conference season. The Grizz took a bye last week. They opened up Big Sky Conference play at home against Cal Poly, a Cal Poly team with an objectively and totally different identity than what Montana has faced in the past. Cal Poly for a long time was an FCS independent team coached by Rich Ellerson. Payam Sadat, who's now the defensive coordinator at Portland State, he was the D.C. there. And Rich Ellerson used to be the D.C. at Arizona when they were running the famed Desert Swarm flex defense. Those Cal Poly teams as independents, really darn good. Made the playoffs a couple times, had multiple Buck Buchanan award winners, including guys like Chris Gokong and Jordan Shotwell. Uh, really good string of linebackers, three different Buck Buchanan award winners during that span. And of course, running the, the uh, famed and infamous triple option. When they passed the reins to Tim Walsh, same sort of philosophy on offense and continue to have great linebackers defensively, albeit weren't running the flex defense anymore, but guys like Cameron Anko, Nick DeZubnar, he's still in the NFL playing for the Carolina Panthers, so they had great talent. But for whatever reason, their talent dipped the last couple years, which made the triple option seem even more antiquated. And Tim Walsh, he retired following the 2019 season. Enter Bo Baldwin, a guy who spent nine seasons as a head coach at Eastern Washington and more than a decade at Eastern overall between his time as the offensive coordinator there at Eastern from 2002 to 2006. They took a one-year hiatus to Central Washington 2007, returned to Eastern Washington 2008, and was there until 2016. Led the Eagles to the FCS national title in 2010, as well as five other semifinal appearances. Baldwin known for his famed spread single-back offense. It's a hybrid of the old Dennis Erickson offense. A lot of influence from Greg Olson, who is now the offensive coordinator for the Oakland Raiders and uh, Baldwin he's put his own spin on it as well and he's continued to diversify it as well brought in Troy Taylor in 2016 and that team was the most prolific passing team in the history of college football Gabe Gage Gubruth threw for almost 6,000 yards Cooper Cup Kendrick Bourne both well over 1,200 yards that season so uh, can that be replicated in San Luis Obispo at Cal Poly it remains to be seen but uh, if anybody can do it it's coach Baldwin one of the best coaches in the history of the Big Sky Conference his staff littered with recognizable names Nick 
Eric Edwards, former All-American wide receiver. He's the offensive coordinator at Cal Poly. Eric Meyer, former Big Sky Conference MVP and Walter Payton Award winner as a quarterback at Eastern. He's the quarterback's coach at Cal Poly. J.C. Sherritt, former Buck Buchanan Award-winning linebacker at Eastern Washington. He's the defensive coordinator at Cal Poly. You also got guys with recognizable names like Paul Wolf, former Eastern and Washington State head coach, coaching on the offensive line. Uh, Josh Latuyasanoa, who was a great outside linebacker for Cal Poly. He's now helping out as well. Cody Von Oppen, who played a little bit at Montana and Northern Arizona, is helping out on defense as well there at Cal Poly. So uh, a recognizable staff, to be sure, and uh, definitely an uphill battle for Cal Poly as they change their schematics, their culture, their identity, everything. But Bob Baldwin will get it rolling at some point. Montana, Cal Poly, Washington Grizzly Stadium. Here's a couple more thoughts from Bobby Houck on this week's matchup. You're listening to 1029 ESPN Missoula, as well as statewide television, SWX Montana TV. It's our Houck Highlights giving you the best of Bobby Houck each week. It's presented to you by Ryan Holloway and Miller, your Montana attorneys. Coming off the open date, we had some good practices last week. I thought it was uh, well done by our our players. We got some recruiting done, so our coaches got on the road a little bit, and then we did some self-scouts, so some pretty normal time well spent on on an open date. That was good, and then... uh, Cal Poly's coming to town for uh, homecoming, so we're excited to get back on schedule, get refocused. As I mentioned, homecoming, so it should be some great fun in Missoula this weekend. And we've got a one and two Cal Poly team coming in here. Uh, they'll be hungry to beat us. Uh, we know a lot about them. We've been watching them for a week. And then, you know, we have an understanding that, that they've got a, a fairly veteran team that's dropped two in a row. They have nine senior starters. We have nine senior starters, so we'll see where that goes. How do you hope your team's mindset changes? Like what is different just about the mindset it requires to play Big Sky Conference games? Yeah, I, I don't know that the mindset has to change personally. I think you have to um, approach every week trying to win that Saturday, so that's what we're going to do. Uh, but the addition with Big Sky Conference games is the goal here is always to win a Big Sky Championship, so um, you know, you, you gotta go get them if you hope to do that. Yeah, open dates come where they come, and you know, the schedule's set, so you plan for it. We really do about the same thing uh, on every open date. I mean, the only time it's more beneficial than another, in my, in my opinion, is if you're banged up and you get another week to heal up. But we just kind of do what we do. Hopefully we'll have a nice routine week and be ready to go Saturday. I, I did tell our guys that I was disappointed when we weren't playing last weekend because I'm, I'm enjoying watching them play. So we had to wait an extra week. But it'll be fun this weekend. Coach, I think when uh, Grizz fans think of Cal Poly, you kind of think of uh, triple option. Obviously, that's not the case anymore, but they do know Bo Baldwin. Um, so how would you maybe describe, especially on offense, maybe their their identity, what they look like? Is it, is it similar to Baldwin's days at, at Eastern or um, I mean, they're 11 and 12 personnel. Uh, they're throwing it a little bit more than they run it right now. And I mean, it, it's pretty standard stuff. How would you define just Coach Baldwin himself? What do you think caused him to have so much success his first time around at Eastern Washington? Um, well, I think, and they've got, they've got a bunch of the Eastern contingent down there. Paul Wolf's there and, and J.C. Sherrod and Eric Myro on staff. They're all the guys we know well and like. Um, you know, that, that's the last, I mean, it's 08, 09. Uh, so that's that's quite a while ago. I don't, I don't recall exactly. And I haven't gone back and watched the 08, 09 films. So, I don't know. Coach, so much is made of Cal Poly's offensive transition. What do you see defensively? How do they look different? Well, they're uh, they try to mix fronts a little bit. I think they they're going to play odd and even. Um, I don't even know what they which one they consider their base. Probably the even front. Um, they do some good things schematically. I think they make you prepare for a lot of things. So. Uh, you know, they got the shot well kid at linebacker. Seems like there's been a bunch of those guys there. I hope this is the last one. They're pretty they're all they've all been good players and he is too. 
So there you go. The best of Bobby Houck from over the last couple weeks. It's Houck Highlights presented by Ryan Holloway and Miller. No matter what your legal needs, from personal injury to medical malpractice to wrongful death to criminal defense, Paul Ryan, Nate Holloway, and Angie Miller. They're your go-to call. You can call them 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. The phone lines are always open, and they're always there to answer your questions, take your calls, and help you solve all your legal problems. Give Ryan Holloway and Miller a call today. Ryan Holloway and Miller, your Montana attorneys. Hellgate Knights in action tonight against Kalispell Flathead here in Missoula. Mick Morris here on Nuanas Now, head coach of the Knights next. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. ESPN Radio. Yo, what's up? Ryan Tutel, Mary Lou's Cook, Duncan Hamilton, our good friend Carolyn, Bobby Houck, it's been a jam-packed show. If you want to listen to anything in today's show, you can find it on the podcast. Probably presented by Black Coast Communications, Sports Bet Montana, and the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel. The Hellgate Knights take on the Flathead Braves tonight in Missoula. Andrew Houghton caught up with Mick Morris, Hellgate head coach, earlier this week. All right, we're here with Hellgate head coach Mick Morris for this week's edition of the Garden City Spotlight. Hellgate coming off a 63-6 loss to Helena that dropped the Knights to 1-2, and two, but with a chance to get back to 500 this week going into a Thursday home game against Flathead. So, Coach, let's just start there. We're talking to you the day before your game. What have you been focusing on this week going into Flathead? Well, you know, we licked our wounds a little bit uh, this week. We you know, kind of got a, an old-fashioned butt kicking last week at the Drift Stadium. So, you know, we kind of just focused on kind of maybe washing that a little bit and then um, really moving on and, you know, continuing to hopefully get better and um, prepare for a flathead team that I'm sure has us circled on their, their schedules, you know, thinking it might be one of their games that they, they might be able to win. So we know we're going to get their best effort. Sure, and, and flathead at 0-4 heading into this game. Braves haven't scored more than seven points in a game so far. But what have you seen from them on tape? I mean, what do you think they're going to come into Missoula with? Well, they got a pretty athletic quarterback, and so, you know, Teams that have, you know, shut them down have shut him down. So that's kind of been our focus. He does a good job of scrambling around and getting outside the pocket. And, you know, the other thing with him is, you know, they, they haven't quit. You know, you haven't seen that real rollover sometimes when teams start getting beaten down. So, you know, I, there's certain games that schools like our, you know, like us and Flathead and stuff we look at and we know it's going to be a real tough challenge. There's other games on the schedule where, you know, you look at and you think, you know, we got a shot to win this. So. You know, I think that's this is one of those games for both of us. So I'm sure they're gonna they're gonna show up ready to roll. Yeah, and, and going back to the, you know, the Helena game last week. I mean, did it did it just start to snowball on you, or, or what did they do to make things difficult for you? Yeah, I mean, I think we we didn't do a great job as coaches schematically, especially on defense. You know, we we thought maybe we could try to get some pressure on Hewitt and. Uh, we weren't able to do that and because we maybe, you know, put a little bit too many guys in the box. It really, you know, put pressure on our on our defensive backs and allowed their receivers to kind of have openings. And so, you know, they they scored on the first drive. And then, you know, we actually we, we came out on offense, fumbled our first snap. And then we actually got a stop inside our own 20 on their second possession. So we're feeling okay. And then proceeded to go three and out, and they scored again. Um, we got the ball back and 
um, punted it, you know, three and out again, punted it. They ran it back to about the 10 yard line and scored again. So, you know, we're four minutes into the game and down 21 nothing. So that's not a good feeling as a, as a program. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was, they, they played really well I and mean, credit to them. And, um, they came off of a, of a loss against Butte that they were pretty bitter about. And, you know, they, they made every play, man. I mean, they executed, you know, quarterback did an amazing job. Their receivers got open. They caught the ball defensively. They flew around. They just, they played mistake free football. So there you go. Mick Morris, part of our Garden City Spotlight. Hellgate takes on Kalispell Flathead. Tonight, Missoula County Public Stadium. Tomorrow's show will feature Matt Johnson from Missoula Big Sky, whose team is at home here uh, tomorrow against Butte, one of the upstart teams in the state. It will also feature Dane Oliver, his Sentinel Spartans on the road at Helena High. So we'll look forward to hearing from those guys. Tomorrow's show will be a fun one. Those two coaches coming by, as will Daniel Hardy, senior defensive end from Montana State, and Sammy Akim, senior wide receiver for the Montana Grizzlies. And, of course, your main man, my main man, the man, Rajin Seabrook, back in the studio with me. Thanks so much for hanging with us. Thanks so much to all my great contributors. Everybody helps make this show what it is. It's always fun giving you all the best. Hopefully, everybody's enjoying the diversification. Uh, I just love having a lot of voices on. Love giving the platform to a lot of different people because there's a lot of different people around this state that deserve accolades, credit, and uh, commentary for all their good work. Come see us Saturday. The Twisted Tailgate Show College Game Day will be coming to you live starting at 11 a.m. You can find all that on 1029 ESPN Missoula. But you can also come just kick it with us live. The Badland will be slanging drinks. Twisted T has a big promotion going on. We got swag from RV Truck Sales, Ryan Holloway and Miller, Carl Tyler Chevrolet, Pepsi. So come see us Saturday. See you then. After a long couple of months, it's finally feeling like we're getting back to business as usual. But it's not the usual at all. At Missoula's Wingate, we are, as always, committed to giving you a relaxing stay at a great value. But we're also balancing the new guidelines, like maximum pool occupancies and increased disinfecting, to protect your health with a never-ending pledge to make you feel at home when you're not. If you find yourself on the road in the Missoula area, please consider staying with us at Missoula's Wingate. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear... How about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or, of course, you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.